Senate Homeland Security Committee Chairman Joseph Lieberman promised months ago he'd introduce a comprehensive cybersecurity reform bill, and he finally came through this past week. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro, Executive Editor, and this is GovInfoSecurity.com's Week in Review for Saturday, June 12, 2010. Along with his colleagues Susan Collins and Tom Carper, Lieberman introduced the Protecting Cyberspace as a National Asset Act of 2010. The bill would establish two senior cybersecurity officials, both requiring Senate confirmation. The director of the White House Office of Cyber Policy would, as the title suggests, coordinate IT security policy throughout the government. The director of the National Center for Cybersecurity and Communications, to be situated in the Department of Homeland Security, would oversee the day-to-day defense of government IT assets. The measure also would reform the Federal Information Security Management Act. Here's Senator Carper. As it turns out, we do spend a fair amount of money on uh, this purpose. Uh, we do it in a way that's uh, it's not very smart. We do it in a way that tries to ensure compliance, do it through a paper process, but we don't do it in a real way. We used to do a similar kind of thing in protecting our nuclear power plants. They would go through a paper process. Uh, we don't do that quite that way anymore. We have force-on-force exercises. We have people, there are guys, but they're coming the guise of bad guys, trying to get into our nuclear power plants to do harm to the nuclear power plants and to disrupt what's going on there and to create threats to the plant and to our community. We need to take a similar kind of approach, not a paper-based approach to ensuring security, but a real kind of approach and model it really after what we do with our nuclear power industry. To get an assessment of the significance of the Protecting Cyberspace as a National Asset Act, I turned to one of the most respected thought leaders in Washington on government cybersecurity, Jim Lewis of the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Lewis says the nearly 200-page bill is a good start and has many needed reforms. But there's a lot of work ahead in Congress this year if the bill is to become law. It's still kind of complicated. I mean, I screamed last night. I'd seen an earlier version that was only about 60 pages, and last night I got a version that was 197 pages. It's like, what happened? They need to sort of decomplicate it a little bit, especially when they get into prescribing some things for DHS. Finally this week, we posted an article on cloud computing by Melissa Hathaway. Now a senior advisor at the Belfer Center of Harvard's Kennedy School of Government, Hathaway last year led President Obama's Cyberspace Policy Review. In the article, Hathaway cites a recent survey that suggests some CIOs and CISOs may be reluctant to move their data and services to the cloud because of security concerns. And she writes the government needs to get its priorities right. I think that the government is not spending enough time asking the questions regarding the security of the cloud, the security architecture, to ensure the integrity and confidentiality of the data. Rather, the government is is pushing toward the cloud to increase efficiency, interoperability, and for broader cost savings. To read Hathaway's article, please go to govinfosecurity.com. There you can also listen to my interview with Jim Lewis and get the latest updates on cybersecurity legislation and other IT security developments in government. That's it for this week. I'm Eric Chabro of govinfosecurity.com and Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening and have a good week. (laughs) 